You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. as the oracles of God tonight, I speak with grace that only God supplies. As I receive, so I speak. There's clarity of thought, clarity of understanding, clarity of purpose, and that of expression. The word of God comes precisely and accurately in the knowledge of Christ. All that needs to be said shall be said. And all that needs to be heard shall be heard. Our experience shall be of edification because you are glorified. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So I'm continuing with what I started on Sunday my local church and I, or my ministry in the local church. But I first started to explain church as it is seen in scripture. I explained it from the New Testament and I took us back to the Old Testament because God does not change and his agenda does not change. Praise God. So what is church? Today was church in the beginning. And I want us to understand that church was right from the one of creation. And that was God's agenda for humanity. It is church that brings the whole world together. Any other thing divides the world because any other thing counters God's agenda. And so when Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He was not saying something new. Right from day one, he started building his church. And the gates of hell could not prevail against it. But then in the New Testament, he came in the full manifestation of exactly who he is in the appearance of man. So we can have his full glory. I want to establish this fact so strongly so that it can help our purpose of church. So that you see that the local church is the place you have been called to be. 
And it is the place where you execute God's agenda for his world. Because our God is not the author of confusion, he always gives us the template of his purpose and its execution. Our problem is that we are not careful to find it. We are not careful to find it. So I said that when Moses was giving us the account regarding the creation of the woman. He used certain words. Genesis 2, 20 to 22. So Adam gave names to all cattle to the birds of the air, to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. So for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And I've never seen anybody explain this as Adam's wife. Anybody who is a theologian knows that the word is companion. <laughs> so, companion before Eve became Adam. Adam's wife. Are you here with me? All right. And we normally use the word helper <laughs> for the woman. And I said that the word the helper used is the word ezer, which means ally or rescuer, someone who comes running when the people cry out for help. And an Eze will drop everything to save those who need help or those in need. And I said that two times it was used for Eve from the beginning. From then on, it actually gives a description of God's help. So the word helper there was not actually in reference to Eve. It was in reference to the Holy Spirit, who is our paracletos, our helper.
So somebody will say that, but you're seeing that in the English. Moses spoke figuratively in most of the things he accounted for in Genesis. And so you don't just look at them in the face and then think that he was just speaking to the woman. To a certain extent, it would definitely be like, yes, the woman would be a help, but not in that sense of a rescuer. It is in reference to the Holy Spirit who is man's rescuer. And it is referencing how Jesus, by his blood, will redeem us by the help of the Spirit. And that's God's help. The description of God's help, Yahweh's help. So the deep sleep he, he was going to speak to. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs. I also said the word ribs. Which is hasela. Is not what you think it is in the body. It's not. Hasela is not the rib. In the Hebrew, it is side, chamber, board, corner, beam, or halting. And I, I also said that when you look at the words used in 2 Samuel 16, 13, 1 Kings 6, 5, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 41, 5, you would realize that it has nothing at all to do with the human body. So it was just used once for, for um, Adam's rib. And from then, it was used as description of the temple. So the rescuer, who is our helper, the Holy Spirit, will bring rescue to man. And in the end, he will merge them together to become God's church. And they would multiply themselves in the earth. So they become God's temple to multiply themselves in the earth. Praise God. Oh, praise God. All right. Now, if you think that it is the biological rape, one of the questions you should be asking yourself is this. Biologically, does the rib of the woman 
Or the, is the rib of the woman more than that of the man? Or that of the man is more than the woman? Who can tell me? Hello? If God took Adam's rib, then maybe Adam should have less. And then Eve should have more. So women will have more ribs than men. Or But it's not so. <laughs> Both men and women have equal rates. So the man's side is not empty. Or is less. And then we give all to the women and the women's own are more. It is not rare. Hello? It's not rare. Now, we are going to go to Ephesians 5, 22 to 31. And we are all going to read together. I want you to pay attention, everybody. Let's all read. Go. Wives, be subject or be submissive and adapt yourself to your own husbands as a service to the Lord. Yes. Go. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. So, Apostle Paul is talking about marriage. Yeah. And how marriage should be effective, right? Within the body. Okay. All right. So he says that women or wives should be submissive to their husbands as <clears throat> they are to Christ Jesus, who is the head of what? The church. All right. Himself, let's go. The savior of what? Can you see his body there? Oh, can you see his body? All right. Let's go. As the church is subject to Christ, so let what? Okay. So can you see that it's in re reference to Christ and the church continually? Can you see that? Let's continue. Go. Husbands, mm -hmm. love your wives, uh-huh, as Christ loved the church. So he would speak everything in relation to the Christ and the church. Yes. Not just in relation to the church. In relation to Christ and his church. And he calls Christ church Christ's body. Is that not it? Oh, is that not it? Alright, let's go. Go. Oh, sorry. As Christ loved the church and did what? And gave himself up for her. So, you see, it is like this, the way they said 
they took his rib, it is a typo. It is a typo, a figure of Adam prophetically. Are you getting the point? Like the way Christ gave his life. Adam also gave his life for who? For who? For Eve. It's a typo. So Adam is a type of Christ. Write it down. And then Eve is a type of what? Christ church. <laughs> so Eve is a type of Christ what? So, this is God in Genesis demonstrating to Adam his very essence in life and his purpose and assignment. So, Adam, the potential pastor, would have a soul, the church, and with Eve, they will multiply themselves in the earth. Is that very clear? So don't worry. Let's go. Let's go. Go. So that he might sanctify her. Mm -hmm. Having cleansed her by the washing of water mm -hmm, with the word. Is that very clear? Okay. Now watch what he says. 27, very, very carefully. Go. That he might present what? The church to himself in, in glorious splendor. Mm -hmm. Without spot or wrinkle or any such things. Mm -hmm. That she might be holy and faultless. Are you getting it? Okay. Go. Even so... Husbands should love their wives as being in a, as being in what? As being in what? All right. So can you see Paul is quoting Moses? And he's also speaking figuratively, using marriage, just like Moses did. I'll take you back, you see. Watch what he says. Go. So he says, in a sense. Is it in a sense? Is that what he said? So what he's actually speaking about is Christ and what? The church. But he's using marriage relationship to describe Christ's relationship with what? The church. Let's continue. Go. Okay. Their own bodies. So they should... Love the wives like their own. So that's why he said, in a sense. Okay, go. He who loves his own wife. Mm -hmm. Okay. For no man hated his own flesh, but what? Nourishes and carefully protects and what? Cherishes it. Uh -huh. And then once again, as what? As Christ what? Does the church. Okay. Go, because we are 
members. We are what? Parts of his body. Mm -hmm. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother. And what? Shall be joined to his wife. Hello? Oh, hello? Is he quoting Genesis? Ah, is he quoting Genesis? All right. 32 is crucial. Look at 32. Are you there? Ephesians 5, 32. What did he say? This is what? This is what? A great word, mystery. But I speak concerning. Okay, so let's go to Genesis so that we can discover it. Let's discover the mystery. So he says, this is mysterium. That's the Greek word. So, Let's look at Moses' account that reveals Christ and the church. So let's go to Genesis 2, 19 to 25. All right. Are we ready to go together? Are we ready, all of us? Let's go. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every wild beast. Uh-huh and living creature of the field and every bird of the air and did what? Brought them to Adam to see what? So I've spoken to this several years. So you see God is training them. So God is training Adam. Adam is about to be giving an assignment. God is training. So all the things that are happening, God is actually demonstrating to Adam his assignment in the earth which we see in Genesis 1, 26 to 28. He being created in God's image and likeness, and then to multiply himself in what? The earth. Okay? And he would multiply himself by multiplying God's kind through himself. Is that very clear? So that's God's assignment. And then God gave him dominion over the feast of the sea, the best of the air. So God gave him provision. What he would use to do all of that, to nurture, to grow the people. To, so all the provision that man, Adama, would need, God also gave him. Is that very clear? As a matter of fact, before this, you will see that he spoke about the gold in the earth, the river, and all the things um, um, that man will need for this uh, huge assignment of God, the huge purpose for his being. All right, let's continue. Go. And Adam, mm -hmm. and whatever Adam called, let's go. Every living creature, mm -hmm. that was his name, yes. Continue. 
So Adam passed the test. Can you see that? So this test, Adam passed. Passed well. Go, continue. So can you see the continuation of the story? Now he was speaking to what Adam now needs to do regarding his particular assignment. What exactly he has been called to do. He would give him somebody as the pattern, as an example, and also as a companion to do the work that he has called him to do. But Moses is going to speak figuratively. So Adam will understand that it is the assignment of Christ and his word, church. Christ who is the tree of what? Life. So the tree of life, who is Christ, is going to be used as a, um, Adam is going to be used as a typification for the Christ. And then also, the woman is going to be created figuratively from who? Adam. So he is going to come out of Adam figuratively, not in reality, to show Adam how the multiplication of God's kind is going to what? Happen. Because it is not just physical, it is what? A spiritual birth. So God would demonstrate this by teaching Adam the process of the multiplication so that Adam, when he and Eve will believe and they now give birth literally to physical children, they would continue in that process of fruitfulness and multiplication in God's kind. Is that very clear? All right. So, Let's go ahead. Let's go. Go. 21. And the Lord God caused what? A deep sleep. Mm -hmm. To fall upon Adam. And while he slept, mm -hmm, a or uh-huh uh-huh uh-huh. And the rib or part of his side, which the Lord God had taken from the man, he built up. And built up and made it so God used the rib. And with the rib, then Adam's rib is very huge. <laughs> with the rib, he made it. So all of this is figurative. And that's what Paul will now speak to in Ephesians chapter 5, as in the relationship between Christ and the church in the creation of the woman and what we see as a marriage contract between Adam and what? Eve. It goes beyond that. It is the mystery of Christ and his glorious word, church. Is that very clear? Okay. Now, you can see that he says, helper, meet, adapted, complementary for him. Complementary for him. So, one, the helper speaks to the Holy Spirit. 
And his work in bringing forth Eve spiritually. So Adam will not go into a deep sleep like you. It's a prophetic thing. So it was like seeing a trance. Seeing in a trance something that God is doing. So Adam would observe it and understand what Paul will sometimes say that he was slain from the foundations of what? The earth, from the beginning. All, right. All of this is part of it. It is part of it to show how Christ would lay his life. So in this case, Adam, the type of Christ, is laying down his life. For who? For who? For who? Eve. Okay, so it's a typification of Christ laying down his life for the church. Okay, so Eve, the soul, who is the fruit of Adam's evangelism, hello, or the fruit that comes out, which we call the called out ones, is a showcase of how the pattern of multiplication regards Christ and his church is going to happen. Amen. All right. So, look at what happened after that. Let's go. Let 22. Let's go again. Go. And the rib or part of his side, mm -hmm, which the Lord had taken from the man, he did what? He built up and made into a woman. Uh-huh. Uh, you see how Christ will present? You see the way he presented? Huh? Can you see that? So it's the presentation. So in the end, the glorious church, then Adam will say, wow. Adam will see this. Oh. In the same way, Christ will be presented with his glorious church. Is that very clear? The bride. His bride. Okay, and just like our relationship with him, he would say this. What would he say? Go. So we are the bone of what? His bones and what? The flesh of his flesh. Are you getting the point? So, have we become... The same spirit with Christ. Have we become the same spirit with Christ? Yes. Have we become joint heirs with him? All right. So just like Christ's bride, the church, is the same way Eve is presented to him. Is that very clear? So it's a presentation of Christ's glorious church as Paul would say in Ephesians. Okay, now, look at something that he would say. Because in Ephesians, Apostle Paul also mentioned it. He said, therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall become what? United and cleave to his wife. And they shall become what? All right. So, we are one spirit with Christ. Is that very clear? But here, 
you can see clearly that it is in symbolism. As to Christ and his church, that is also the, the formative factor. We are now of him. We are now of him. We are now one spirit with him. And that is the, the reason for all of this that Moses was trying to put across to us. All right. And it is an official launch of Christ's agenda or God's agenda for his church. And so he was using this as a typology, a type. When we were doing parables, I told us that in types, you will not necessarily get everything like dito, 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 but there are a few things that are very poignant that would show you clearly what he is trying to communicate to you. Is that very clear? All right. So, therefore, a man will leave the father and his mother and shall become united and cleave to his wife. Who lives? Is it the man or the woman? So, 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 what it is is that with marriage, listen very carefully, it is the woman who normally leaves, okay? Culturally, it is the woman who normally leaves culturally, all right? Yeah, so culturally is the woman who normally leaves. But what he's saying right now, you can see the reference. Christ is the what? Husband. The church is what? The wife. Who came? Is it Christ who came? Is it Christ who came? So Christ came. So the husband, Christ, came. Is that very clear? Is that, is that not it? Yes. So he's forming exactly what would happen. That Christ, the husband, is the one who will come and take what? His wife. Is that very clear? So he, Christ, will come and take what? His wife. His wife. It's not the vice versa. Christ will take his wife. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not embarrassed or ashamed in each other's presence. Is that how the relationship is with us and Christ? Oh, is that how the relationship is? All right, so... Moses would just use Adam and Eve as a type of Christ in the church. The glorious people. All right. And Moses would present Adam as a type of Christ. The fourfold ministry as well. The, the pastor, the evangelist, the apostle, the prophet. That's why Jesus is called the, the last Adam. Can you see that? Jesus is called what? 
the last Adam. Okay. So, Adam is shown typologically as the prototype of the Christ, but he failed in his assignment. He failed in his assignment. All right. So Eve was a representative of the souls that is meant to be birthed out as a demonstration of God's first fruit by the Holy Spirit in Adama. The figure, the figurative or the figure of Christ. Eve was a representative of the soul that is meant to be birthed out as a demonstration of God's first fruit by the Holy Spirit in Adam, figurative of Christ's redemption. But note, she didn't yield to receive or receive the gospel. So, Adam and Eve through the creation of Eve, were to both understand the wonder of God's redemption. How God gives his life. How God gives his life. So they would just believe and be saved. Adam and Eve, through the creation of Eve, Create, uh, I mean, figuratively, I mean, prophetically, were to both understand the wonder of redemption, how God gives his life, so they would just believe and be saved. So that would be the last show in Genesis 2, 24. We go straight to Genesis 3 where the deceiver comes to test and deceive them. So God gives them the template of exactly how the assignment is to be. It has to do with Christ and his church. And he, Adam, definitely is the one who's going to pastor and make sure that the souls are growing and then they would harvest. But they were tested by the enemy and they failed. So they couldn't go into labor for God. They failed God. All right, so in as much as they definitely will be husband and wife, so we are also saying that the story also does not relate to them as husband and wife, but we are saying that 
God's main purpose for their union is to give the template of what he wants them to do in the union. To multiply his God kind in the earth. And so the family was actually built as Christ and the church. First. Because it is the reason for the family. It is the reason for the family. So, yes, they would definitely marry, get into the union. But the union exemplifies Christ and his church. So, in the union as married couples, they have an assignment to be fruitful and multiply and replenish and subdue the earth with God's kind, praise God, and build God's garden in the earth. Okay, so in the creation of Eve, God will give them the demonstration of the assignment so that they will know the process of rebirth that it is by rebirth that one will receive of him. And this Christ will definitely come and save man. And so it is like preaching the gospel to them for them to catch it and then they can run with it. All right. So man was giving the template. Adam saw the template clearly, but he could not receive of it and work with it. All right. Now, if you read Ephesians 5.33, he says, Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as what? Himself. And let the wife see that she respects the husband. All right. So, Apostle Paul will speak to the mystery of marriage, which is Christ and the church, and then he will say that in that we are fruitful, we multiply, we replenish the earth and we fulfill God's assignment. As Adam was ordained to do. But he failed in the process. Is that very clear? So what he said in the 33 should tell you that the church is not divided into parts. The church is one. Nevertheless, let each one of you, in particular, so love his own wife as himself. And let the wife see that she respects the husband. Let each one of you, in particular, love his own wife as himself. All right. So, the church is one. 
The church is one. You cannot divide the church. So the doctrine of the church is one. How men are saved is one. What we preach must be one. The fact that you are in a local assembly or you belong to Anglican, you belong to whatever, does not divide the church. What it is, is either that they are not doing what church must do or they are not preaching what church must preach. But the church itself, the body of Christ is one. You cannot divide it. Each one in particular love his own one. Ask himself. So we have one church. One church. Now, if Adam and Eve could not do what they were asked to do, it means the secular family also began with them. So God was just, he showed them the template of exactly what they were going to do. When he told him to tend or dress it and keep it, he explained it to him, figuratively showed him everything, and he knew exactly what he has been called to do. Unfortunately for him, like Paul would say, it was a woman who was deceived. Did you see that? It's not that the woman is bad. So, Adam and Eve did not embrace the first gospel. They failed. They failed. Now, because of that, God would have to give the promise once again in Genesis 3.15. I'll put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head. And thou shalt bruise his heel. So, God will now continue giving, listen very carefully, types of himself in characters. Just like he did with Adam. Just like he did with Adam. Now, Did the church start with Adam and Eve? Did the church start with Adam and Eve? Okay. Were they a couple? Were they a couple? Okay. So if they were a couple, was it a family church? It was a family church. That was what it was meant to be. And then their produce will produce... They are kind. As they nurture them. Now, 
their kind, listen very carefully, will not be automatic. But then they would have a pattern for them. And so these children will see the pattern very clearly set by the parents. And they would also receive just like they have what? Received. Okay. So can we call their church that did not be a local church? Was it a local church? Okay. So Adam and Eve started a local church. They gave birth to Cain and Abel. And in Cain and Abel, we see Abel believing Cain did not what? Okay. So, even though they didn't get to start their church, God, <laughs> through Abel, gave us another type of himself, like Christ. So just like Christ will be crucified, we see Abel also what? Crucified. Is that very clear? <laughs> so, watch this. So Abel which was to multiply himself, nurture others, grow others, make sure that the church was killed. Was killed. But a church cannot die. The lineage of Seth rebirth the church. They acknowledged their weakness, they acknowledged their vulnerability, and his line rebirth. The church. So if you look at Genesis 5, you see the genealogy of Adam. And then they trace his seed. Through to Noah. Another type. Noah, another time. So Noah became the next pastor, the next prophet. So Seth and his lineage came through. And then in his time, they started worshiping again. They started seeking. And then Noah came on the scene. Now, Watch this. When Noah came on the scene, in Genesis 6-3, the Lord looked at what man was doing. 
And he said, my spirit will not strive with man forever. For indeed he is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. I've spoken to this. Most of us who think that, okay, God gave man 120 and said, when you're all 20, you die. There are people who go beyond 120. So it's not that God put a stop on my cap on man. It was talking about God's judgment then for the people. All right, the consequences of what God was going. So when the flood will come, so Noah preached 120 years. If you are doing the Genesis series, continue in it. They will get there. They would explain it further to you. But Noah held the fort. So like a pastor, like a prophet, like an apostle, like an evangelist. That's why if anybody normally says that the fourfold ministry is something that is more like divided. Somebody is a pastor. Oh, no. You, can, you are called in the fourfold ministry, everybody. So at one point, you can be a pastor. At one point, you can be. But what it is is that one can major in one more than the other. But it's not that if you're an evangelist, you can be a pastor. You can be a prophet. You can be an apostle. You can see that even though the prophets were called prophets, they were also on the mission field, God's mission field, as evangelists. Daniel was on the mission field. Jeremiah was on the mission field. They were apostolic in their work. They were God-sent messengers. They were taking territories, which is the work of an apostle. David was not just a pastor or king. He was also a prophet. Yes. All right. And he was an evangelist. He was propagating the gospel. So you can see Noah now taking the reins and following after his great-great-grandparent Seth and would Turn around what, what Adam and Eve did that brought the untold hardship and changed the plan and the course of mankind. Now, the Lord himself said in Genesis 6, 5 to 8, he saw the wickedness of man. It was great on the earth. And that every intent and thought of his heart was only evil. And he didn't say for a moment, continually. So has man moved out of church? Can you see that? The plan has changed. Men have lost focus. What was supposed to have been has become another thing altogether. It is still the problem we are facing today. Where people think that all the secular things is actually what the world should be. And not the church. Because it became like the in thing. And that's what it has become. So... When people talk about church, 
We rather think that church is foreign to life. And, 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 and we, we want to do so many other things than do what God wants done. Even within the church. There are so many things that excite us. Rather than God's agenda of multiplying himself in men. It doesn't excite us. It doesn't. Many people come to church and they are worried with that plan of God. Which actually is his plan. Which is what he started. Which he showed Adam the template. Seth saw the template. Sorry, Abel. Seth. We're going to look at Noah. Noah saw the template. Noah also saw the template. After all of this, he says, and the Lord was sorry that he made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Here, you can feel the sentiment of Moses Talking as if this is what God, what God is saying is that his purpose for creating man is not what it is, is being seen. It's changed. God is good. So, in producing his kind, we must see God's character in the earth. But what now is has filled the earth. Is not of God. So when Paul will say, grieve not the Holy Spirit, it's just like the sentiment of Moses right now. So it is a grieving, it's like an emotion of man not being in his purpose, which he planned from the beginning and showed man the very template. Of how he wants things to be in the earth. Praise God. So when he would say that I would destroy man from the uh, who, whom I have created from the face of the of, of, of the earth, both man and beast, creeping things, best of the earth, for I'm sorry that I made them. Look at eight. Everybody go. So Noah was just there, Noah, and found grace. No. It's because Noah has seen God's template. Whilst everybody else was doing what they wanted, what they liked, and living in their own purpose, no one knew God's purpose for the earth. And for mankind. And so he found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So Noah, the pastor, the apostle, the evangelist, with his local church, I'm sure will face a lot of persecutions. Because everybody is doing their own thing, preaching the gospel, no soul is one. Thank God that he was able to win his in-laws. 
And they were part of him. And they formed the church. So God's church, God's glorious church. They were about eight. Is he a local church? Look at Genesis 8, 15 to 19. Then God spoke to Noah. What did he say? Saying, do what? Go out of what? So after the judgment and the flood was over, God told Noah to stay in the ark. What did he do? Go out of the ark. Because the work is outside the ark. Is that not it? The work is where? So I tell you that every time you see the church is to go what? To get out. You and your wife. So you see not just him. Sons. And your son's wives with you. Bring out every living thing, all of the flesh, whatever. Okay? And then what did he tell them? What did he tell them? What did he tell them? They should be what? They should be fruitful and what? So is that the church? Is that the assignment? Right from the beginning? Can you see the continuation? All right. Look at Genesis 9, 1 to 2. What did God do? Let's go. So God what? Blessed Noah mm -hmm, and his sons and what? And said to them, do what? So now he blessed them. So he sent them out. But in sending them out, he did what? Blessed them. Is that very clear? The ability to what? Multiply themselves in the earth. Praise God. Okay. All right. Can you see that he gave them the birds of the earth, the beasts of the earth, and, and, and all the things, and, and he said, they are giving into your what? Your hand. All right? So God will always give provision, say provision, for the assignment. Okay? Yeah. All right. So until that time, look at Genesis 11. 1, 8, and 9. Genesis 11, 1, 8, and 9. What happened? The whole earth what? Had what? Had what? And so the whole earth here represents what? I'm listening. Huh? It represents the local church, but there were unbelievers in there. 
because if you read through, you see that not everybody was actually believing. Is that very clear? But then it was still the local church because each of them, uh, all of them were speaking what? So they were one people. Is that very clear? Are you understanding that all? They were one people. They, they were no, listen, so they were not divided into the world or into nations. Now, they were still one people. So it was a local church, but I'm sure definitely it could be maybe in a large, within a large um, enclave, very huge enclave. So, uh, Pastor Noah is going to now face problems here. He's going to face problems. And we're going to see from then on the development of the church. Eight. Everybody go. Therefore, mm -hmm, it's called what? Babel, mm -hmm. because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of, okay, hello, so over the face of all the earth, now they are different language, they are different what? Languages, we have studied this, we know that language, language is of God, languages is of what? Men. Okay, is a way to identify themselves as a different people. So that's how nations now began. Okay, that's how nations now began. So what it means is now, now the church is going to be in what? Nations. So wherever the church will be, it will represent one nation, but in different nations. Did I just confuse you? Don't forget, the church cannot be divided. So, the world is divided. The church will be in different nations after this. But, the church will remain as what? One nation. But in different places, different localities, because the vision of the church is still what? One. Don't forget, the church is Christ's what? Body. The wife of Christ. So the church is now going to be in different localities. Because now we have the world. That's why we call it the world. It became the world. Because now men 
have now divided and grouped themselves into different kingdoms and different nations. But the kingdom of God is one. No matter where it is. Is that very clear? That's why we have to be careful that the nation or the clan or the tribe in which we are should not change the course of what? The church. Because wherever it is, it is still one body, the wife of Christ. Hey, are you hearing me? So look at Genesis 11.26. We are going to have another genealogy. And why are there the genealogies? Who can tell you? Because it is leading to the Birth of the head of the church in human form. So that's what they're doing. So all the actors, more like the types of the Christ. Hey, are you here with me? The seed. So you can see here, it is traceable in the 26. It is traceable to Terror, because Abraham or Abram is now going to come on the scene. So the next guy who is going to take the baton for God's agenda in the earth, okay, who is going to Take the highlight is called what? Abraham. So you can see that at every stage, who makes themselves available to see God's agenda and plan, God picks them. Oh, praise God. You see, all God needs at every point is those who can see his template and are ready to take it up. Is that very clear? So now, Terah lived 70 years and begot who? Abraham, Nahor, and what? Haran. So let's look at Genesis 12, 1. The next, the next verse. Genesis 12, 1 to 3. Everybody go. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, mm -hmm. get out of your country, mm -hmm. from your family, and from your family. Can you see another getting out? 
Hello? So, anybody, that's why the church is called, they're called out what? Once. The ecclesia. So, at every stage, you will see God's ecclesia. And he will give them the same what? Instruction. Regarding his church. The same instructions. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. All right. So let's continue. Go to a land that word. I will show you. Mm -hmm. So you see how God said it. I will make you what? A great nation. But then they were living now within nations. But God's church is a nation. Oh, are you here with me? So, the wife of Christ is a nation. Are you getting It's a body. And we can only be parts of what? The body. But it is not bodies. It's one body. Is it very clear? Let's continue. I will do what? I will bless you and what? Make your name great and you will be a blessing. Hello. So now God's template is going to be seen, the church and Christ is going to be seen and going to be visible through who? You're going to see something similar as to what happened with Adam in the creation of Eve, as to what happened to Noah, also happening with Abraham. Look at Genesis 15. Are you there? Let's go. After these things, uh-huh. Can you see what happened? The word of the Lord came to Abraham in what? A vision. So he saw Jesus in appearance. Is that very clear? In appearance. The word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. Saying, uh-huh. Fear not. Mm -hmm. Abraham, I'm your shield and what? Abandoned compensation. And your reward shall be exceedingly great. Okay, let's go. Lord God, what can you give me? Since I am going on from this world, what? Childless. What is my inheritance? Okay, go. And he who shall be the owner and heir of my house. Is this steward Eliezer of Damascus? 
And Abraham continued, uh-huh. Look, you have given me no child. And a servant born in my house is my heir. And behold, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Saying, yes. This man shall not be your heir. Mm-hmm. But he shall, he that shall be your heir will what? Come from your, your own word. Can you see a typology there? Typology there. So, from your own body there, it's just like from your side. Is that very clear? The same typology. Out of you. So that is what led to the Genesis 22 experience. Are you getting it? Where Abraham thought that God said he should offer Isaac as a sacrifice. All right? <laughs> and then God used that to showcase that he has already made provision. Are you getting the point? Oh, hello. He has already made what? Alright. I want you to look at the five and the six. Everybody go. His tent. Mm-hmm. 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 Can you see it? Is it prophetic? So, you see, he sees children, a nation. Is that very clear? So, is that the church? Is that the church? Is that the church? So, Paul would explain in Galatians. That the seed is not Abraham, but the seed is who? Christ. So from your own body, Isaac, eh, we are going to have a physical church that God is going to take as a nation. The nation is called Israel. <laughs> Hello. Who is also going to become a type of God's word? Hey, are you here with me? Can you see the journey? So God now will take a nation. From who? Abraham. But it is still a type. It's still a type. Because... The people would have to go through. Watch this. It's not a biological process. So it's not like Adam and Eve just giving birth and then their children become the church. No, they must give birth. But when they give birth, the children must believe. Then they can be part of what? The church. Is that very clear? So in the same way, like Abraham, Abraham gave birth to Isaac, Isaac to Jacob. Jacob gave birth to Israel. The type of church. But the fact that you are a Jew doesn't make you 
part of what? The church. Because the template was drawn right from the beginning. It is by believing. It is not by just physical birth. Is that very clear? So look at what happened in the five, um, the six. We, let's continue from where we stop. Look now. Everybody go. Are you there? Look now toward the heavens and count the stars. If you are able to number them, then he, shall, then, then he said to him, so shall your, oh, glory to God. Now, six, go. Glory to God. So you see how Abraham entered. And that's how the church, you enter the church. You enter by believing. So he believed Christ, the word of the Lord. Is that very clear? Let me give you the last for tonight. Moses. Moses. Look at 1 Corinthians 10. Apostle Paul once again gives us that same template. Of the type of the church. Are you there? Let's all read. Go. For I do not want you to be ignorant, mm -hmm, brethren, that our forefathers were all under and protected by what? By what? The cloud mm -hmm. in which God's presence went before them. Uh-huh. And every one of them did what? Pass safely through the Red Sea. Uh-huh. Continue. And each one of them mm -hmm. to be what? To be baptized into who? Moses in the cloud and in the Mm -hmm. And thus they were brought under obligation to the law, to Moses and to the covenant. Uh huh. Consecrated and set apart to the service of God. Three, go. And all of them ate the same spiritual, supernatural. Okay. And they all drank the same spiritual, supernatural giving drink. For they drank from who? From a... Who is the rock? Okay, he's going to say, Go, which followed them? Mm -hmm. Produced by the sole power of God himself without natural instrumentality. And the rock... 
So can you see that they also went under? If you read Genesis 15 down, I didn't, I just didn't want to. You will see that he also went into a sleep. Abraham, the same, went into a sleep. And he made a covenant with God. And in the covenant, he didn't do anything. He just slept. <laughs> and God did all the work. So, and it's, it was just like the way Adam also went through the sleep. And the whole church of Israel went under the cloud. It was just like baptism. So that's what it is. It's just like baptism. Immersion into God's spirit. Is that very clear? It's a typo of being immersed. And that's why he said they were baptized into Moses. Moses is here being used as a type of Christ and his what? Church. It's important. Are we all clear? So the church began right from the beginning. And God's purpose has not changed. Jesus said something here, and I want us to all look at it. In John 4, verse 34 to 38. Everybody look at it. Look at what Jesus said. I've looked at this scripture severally. I never saw it. Never saw it. Never saw it. When he was talking about the harvest. <laughs> Everybody go. John 4, 34, 30. Go. Jesus said to them, mm -hmm. My food, nourishment is to do the will, the pleasure of him who sent me and to accomplish and completely finish his work. So now the Christ himself, the typo, Adam, was giving the same work. Eh? Christ says, this is the work that I've been given, the last Adam. Is that very clear? So, so, so the work of the church does not change. God's purpose. So he says, this is the Father's will. Say, this is the Father's will. Continue, go. Do you not say it is still four months until harvest time comes? Hello. So it means that he doesn't have to first die before the church. The church has been happening. Church has been going on. Is that very clear? Church has been what? Going on. But the fulfillment of his full manifestation in the earth is Actually, what makes the difference in this particular one? But church has been going on. He's going to say something. Look at what he says. Go. Look, I tell you, raise your eyes and observe the fields eh, and see how they are already white for what? Harvesting. Hello. So they are already, already, say already. White for what? Harvesting. Look at 36. Go. Already. 
The reaper is getting his wages. Hello. So reapers are going ahead. Oh. Reapers are getting their what? Their wages. Hello. Reapers are getting their what? Wages. You see. You see what he's referencing to. Let's continue. Go. He who does the cutting, uh-huh, now has his what? Reward. For he is what? Gathering fruit, uh-huh, unto eternal life. Let's go. So that he who does the planting and he who does the reaping may glory to God. 37. For in this, the same holds to do. One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap a crop for which you have not what? You have not what? No, go. Other men. Other men. Other men have labored and you have stepped in to reap the results of their work. From Genesis, people have been laboring. And you are reaping the results of their works. Jesus never disassociated himself from the Old Testament. Never. You always will see the measure and the continuity of God's agenda and God's purpose. How many of you still know we are reaping the results of other people's work? And then when he gets to your turn, he said, church is different. <laughs> Pastor, oh, every time, Pastor, evangelism, evangelism, evangelism. You are a result of somebody's labor. Say, I'm a result of somebody's labor. We'll stop here tonight. We'll continue next week. Yeah. We'll continue. Did you learn something today? Lift up your voice and talk to Grace, glorious grace At the cross you called it finished Thank you for listening to Grace Pills by Rev. Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the Word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.